Some work days can be a little bit more challenging than others. Basically, you get upset because something happened. You feel the anger, the emotions, the frustration, the anxiety can all bubble up inside you. Now, really, honestly, has this happened to you? I'm sure it has. It's happened to all of us. These sorts of actions and reactions are natural for us. The most important thing, though, is figuring out how we can use this and then also understanding how we could really apply it towards something more for fulfillment and happiness. Let's go ahead and get into it. Hello everyone, I'm Javier and welcome to GovGeeks Assemble. Level up your nine to five on 95. My colleague and co-host Karen is unable to join us today, but no worries, I'm here for you guys. We're gonna make this a really great session. I just know it. So this whole idea about frustration, anger, all of these concerns, they are natural issues. And there are some strategies that we'd like to share with you to help you manage through all of them. But before we jump into all of that, just wanted to make a quick announcement. So next Wednesday on September the 1st, we are actually releasing our first book. <laughs> so this is called the GovGeeks Guide to Government Resumes. I almost called it the name of the show. <laughs> We're so excited it's getting published. It's going to be available. We'll put all the links and everything for you. Uh, if you're interested in finding some career fulfillment and writing a solid resume, well, again, we are here for you. So back to our topic for today, this idea about frustration, anger, all of that stuff that kind of bubbles up. Well, if you've had a frustrating or challenging time at work, how do you really go through that? What are some of the things? Now, we know that there are some other options. Uh, you could either pack it all in. You can just swallow all of that frustration and then get on the highway or log off your computer. And all of a sudden you're like, yelling at people, you're cutting people off, or you're feeling a little bit angry. Well, it's only natural. Like if you have all of those emotions built up inside of you, there has to be some place that this can get released. In addition to that, sometimes you may not release it to other people, but you could also release it inwards. And that could be just as harmful. Uh, the problems and issues that come about with stress could be everything from high blood pressure or larger concerns about well-being. Uh, a number of individuals, unfortunately, that report higher levels of stress and anxiety do have a lot of health issues. This has to go someplace. It's this idea about energy, really. So if something happens outside of you that triggers a response inside of you, and again, this concept of energy, it comes out. It comes out as frustration, anger, anxiety. You really are just thinking about how you can express this emotion. Uh, it, it's, it's okay. Um, the, the really most important thing to start off with is that, again, it is okay not to be okay. Allow yourself to really recognize what's going on. If you've ever felt that type of, again, frustration, um, please don't lash out on others. Don't focus everything inwards especially if you do something like rumination, where you're thinking, gosh, what an idiot am I? Why did I do that? How come that came out that way? Why couldn't I have done that better? Uh, or having a lot of concern about what others might be thinking about you, your perception, um, you know, my boss, he's or she is thinking this right now. Um, 
no one's going to find me credible. There's these bigger issues that I'm dealing with and I'm just not up to the task. All of that stuff just compiles on top of that frustration, anxiety, and fear that you were feeling in the first place. And that's what leads to even more of a breaking down. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I was watching a movie not too long ago called City Slickers. You guys maybe remember it. And it was interesting because one of the characters, Curly, uh, tells Billy Crystal's character that you can spend 50 weeks out of the year getting all curled up. And then you expect that you're going to take two weeks every year to do a vacation and then everything is going to be perfectly fine. Well, it doesn't really happen that way. If you're living in an environment where you are building up all of that frustration, anxiety, and fear, well, it, it's still within you. And it's not something that you can just release. It's also not something that, you know, you can light a few candles, relax a little bit, uh, and then everything goes away. If these are significant things that continue to pile up, then these are something uh, that we need to address. So I just really wanted to make sure I, I took a moment and and kind of spelled all of that stuff out. Uh, I mean, of course, there are days that are better than others. But if you really begin to see patterns, if these are really affecting you in terms of your emotion or your feelings about things, uh, then maybe it's time to kind of consider other alternatives and how you can manage all of this stuff here as well. So uh, with that, and I'd also like to point out the suicide prevention hotline uh, as well, uh, 1-800-273-8255. This is something that is really building up uh, and you need to talk to an actual licensed therapist or a healthcare provider, please uh, reach out to them. No way in the Gup Geeks uh, is this medical care or attention. We're just trying to provide some strategies that might be helpful for you. Uh, but really, if, if this is something that you need to speak to a medical care professional, then absolutely, please do. Your health is important. There's only one you. So take care of yourself. Uh, and that, that is one of the most important things. So with that said, uh, we have just about four strategies that we're going to share with you today to see about managing some of these challenges and these issues that you might be experiencing. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into the first strategy here. So the first one is to remember the acronym STOP. It's a, it's a pretty neat thing whenever you feel triggered. If you feel a lot of stress, if you feel muscles tightening, if you notice that your jaw is clenched you know, a little bit, if your tongue is pressing against the top of your mouth, if you feel any part of your shoulders, your legs just kind of like cleansing up and you just feel that, that there, take a moment and remember this acronym STOP. So let's go ahead and go through this acronym right quick. Um, so the first uh, letter here, S, is just literally for STOP. Allow yourself the space and the time to stop. This can be a challenge because sometimes you can get triggered, you feel that anger and you want to stop, but then you think in your mind, I can't stop. I have to, I have to work on this project. I need to finish this stuff. They're counting on me. These are the things that I need to do. Well, it's nice to have all of that, but recognize that you can't complete everything if you were triggered in the first place because you're in the wrong frame of mind for things. Uh, you may have experienced this when you were a kid where you were really frustrated at something and you wanted to figure it out, you wanted to do something, but you just couldn't because you were so angry over something. Then if you had relaxed a little bit, uh, perhaps taken a walk outside and then come back to it, the, the answer would have been a whole lot more simple. Now it's true as adults as well. 
uh, we think that sometimes we grow out of all of that stuff and you know we're adults I'm totally capable about doing this well we have the same tendencies because we're human beings at every stage in our development in our life so allow yourself the opportunity to stop and reflect on this so the second letter T is for take a step back so allow yourself to be objective when you take a step back you observe whatever the issue or the concern is outside of your experience in it. It's a whole lot easier like when you're in there, when you're involved and someone triggers you or you're feeling that frustration that you just want to pull your hands into it and try to solve it, fix the problem, defend yourself, all of that sort of stuff. But if you take a step back, you allow yourself to kind of remove yourself from the situation to allow yourself to think through something rather than being so involved in it that you can't see one way or the other. It's like blinders are put up when you get triggered. And it, it happens. If you stop and give yourself the opportunity to take a step back, it's a whole lot easier to then move on to the third step, which is observing what the trigger was. So observe. Now, that's a key word because you're not doing any sort of larger action or activity you are observing the action or the activity. Uh, if you're digging a hole, the first thing to do is to stop digging. <laughs> if you're feeling frustrated, concerned, well, don't pile on top of that with other issues. When you observe everything, you can connect the dots a little bit more clearly. You can kind of see and understand, well, really what is happening at this moment? You're allowing yourself to really kind of see everything in a, in a bigger sense rather than just having them connected together. And then the last letter, P, is proceed mindfully. So this is taking the opportunity to the, take the next step. Now, you could uh, choose something that would be detrimental, challenging, concerning, but if you proceed mindfully, you would at least allow yourself the opportunity to think things through before you take the next action. For instance, what happens when you feel triggered? You overreact sometimes. You perhaps say things that you didn't intend to say if you were in a calmer state of mind, for instance. Or have you ever had the experiences where you look back and you regret whatever action or activity that you took? You could be like, oh man, I wish I didn't do that. You know, I got really caught up in the moment. Uh, it was an argument and then this happened. You know, I blurted something out or, you know, I took this rash decision or you were working on a project and you made a decision too quickly without thinking things through. And now you have to suffer the consequences. It's, it's interesting because if we were to take that one moment and think things through a little bit more before taking the action or the activity, then that saves us all sorts of heartache in the future. Because then you're not like, oh, man, you know what, if I wish, I wish if I could go back, uh, I could make this better. Or I would definitely say something different if I had only given myself or only understood the consequences of my action. Um, so th this, is, this is really valuable for us. Uh, and it's not just something that is important for, you know, once every so often or, you know, oh, in those really big dramatic moments. This could be on any given time. If you're feeling frustrated about something, give yourself the opportunity to use this acronym. So again, stop. The first is S, to just allow yourself to stop. 
don't feel pressured in order to move forward. Like, you know, I can do this or I'm going to make this work or, you know, they're going to listen to me if I just raise my voice a little bit louder. Allow yourself the opportunity to stop. The next is really to allow yourself to take a step back. Remove yourself from the situation. Think things through a little bit more. Have the objectivity of that moment. And then really O is observe the trigger. Allow yourself the chance to consider why you are feeling the way that you're feeling. How did this come about? Why is this happening? And then the last one, P, is to proceed mindfully. It gives you the chance to, to think through what is a good next step what is a good approach? And then with that mindset in place, you can proceed forward. Now, if anything else, maybe it's still the wrong decision, but you have thought it through and you know in that moment that that is the best course of action. You're at least giving yourself that moment and that opportunity to allow yourself to proceed to go forward. Now, this in and of itself could be just dynamite. H having this as an opportunity could really be something that would be beneficial for you. But there are still a couple of other tips that we'd like to share with you uh, here today. So the second is honestly think about uh, that the anger, getting rid of it in a healthy way. Uh, I mentioned a little while ago that there's this idea where you get triggered and it causes an energetic reaction in your system. You feel this, this anger that's there, this frustration, this concern, this anxiety again. But that energy is built up within you. If you have ever felt any of those things, you know the energy that I'm talking about. <laughs> it's there. I mean, there, there's one way to think like, oh, you know, energy, you know, that's all, you know, gushy sort of, you know, technical talk from psychologists and stuff. But no, really, I mean, you've experienced it. I know you have, because if you're a human being, you definitely have felt these emotions. Uh, so allow yourself to get out all of that built up energy or anxiety. As I mentioned earlier, you can feel it internally in yourself. And if you're not getting it out, then that can cause some internal challenges that you might have. Hypertension, high blood pressure, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but at the same time, you need to release it in a healthy way. So it's not like you can, ah, you know, hit the gas and go through, you know, a couple of red lights just to kind of make yourself feel better. Think of other ways that you can do it. Uh, this is why uh, physical exercise is a great means of managing this. So it doesn't need to be super big. It's not like you need to be like, I'm angry, I'm gonna go run a marathon, <laughs> something like that. But it could be instead maybe, uh, I'm gonna go outside for a walk. I'm gonna go get some fresh air. I'm gonna consider the actions and the issues that I'm going through and just allow myself to walk it off. One of the things that we used to do is we used to do kickboxing. Uh, and that was pretty fun. Can you, can you imagine me, you know, my glasses and floppy hair and just doing a little bit of kickboxing? Uh, but it was just great exercise. I mean, it's not like we were sparring or anything like that. We were just doing a lot of uh, activities. And it was very helpful because at the end of the day, you, you get out that energy and you feel a little bit more tired and at least you're channeling it towards the right direction. Um, again, make sure it's something that's healthy. Sometimes, unfortunately, uh, people look to address some other concerns by looking at some substances or substance abuse concerns. And that honestly just continues the downward spiral for yourself. Uh, if you are allowing yourself to let everything out in a healthy way, 
then that's that's definitely a good thing. Um, maybe you can do some dancing. You can do some uh, extra types of extra exercises. Uh, other people like to express uh, themselves differently. Uh, again, some type of artistry, painting, music, uh, anything like that that would allow yourself to connect with what you're feeling and express it in a way that is healthy and allows you to kind of channel things outside of yourself as well. So think of something that works for you. Uh, think of something that, that brings you some happiness. Uh, if you have the uh, opportunity or the uh, access, take a swim, uh, go for a walk, simple things. It doesn't have to be huge and you know expensive. It just needs to be something that is meaningful for you and a good outlet for you as well. So allow yourself to release the energy in a healthy way. Okay, uh, tip number three is to ask yourself really, well, why is it that that triggered you? What was it about the problem, the concern, the action, the event? What was it about that that triggered what you're feeling inside? One of the great things to do is to ask yourself honestly what you are feeling or how you were feeling. I imagine you were having a conversation and someone were to ask you, what are you feeling right now? And you could say, well, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling upset, feeling sad, uh, I'm feeling very frustrated, I'm feeling concerned. Well, allow yourself to express that. Just ask yourself, honestly, what am I feeling right now? Okay, then the next step is to ask, well, what caused you to feel that way? And it could be something simple where you could say, well, you know, my boss made me feel this way. Okay, well, their action made you feel that way. What was it that that action was? Did they say something to you? Did they indicate uh, some sort of like a displeasure or concern uh, about something? What was that action or that activity that made you feel that way? The next step after that is, is a little bit of, of more of a, an extra level. And it's really kind of trying to find the underlying emotion behind what you are feeling in that moment. So yes, you end up feeling frustration because perhaps your boss said something disapprovingly about some of your work. Well, you're asking the next question, why is that statement causing you to feel that way? What is it about them saying that makes you feel angry, frustrated, tired, upset? Then you can begin to think, okay, well, what's the root cause of all of this feeling? Perhaps you're feeling overwhelmed. Perhaps you're feeling a larger sense of like they were insulting your uh, intelligence or your capabilities. Or perhaps it is triggering something within you that makes you feel, maybe I'm not prepared for this and that frightens you. Maybe they're uncovering by whatever it is that they're saying some deeper feelings that you might have about what it is that you are doing in that role. So for instance, if you take a new job and you're nervous about it because you really want to do a good job, you're hoping for a good environment or a good place, and you feel that you have this expertise, but then people begin questioning what the work is, and that triggers a reaction in you. And you can think, well, maybe I'm feeling this way because you see yourself as like an expert in something, but then they question you or criticize you, and that challenges your thought about the expertise. That challenges within you your own thought perhaps, about your belief of you being an expert. And maybe that, that's something that, that really connects. So at the end of the day, it's not so much that 
you know, your, your boss says one thing and that causes you to feel bad. It's because your underlying feelings about that issue have been brought up. So what's so wonderful about this thought is if you give yourself the opportunity to think through all of this, maybe you can ask yourself, why am I feeling fearful about that? Why do I feel like, you know, someone questioning my professional capabilities is such a concern? Why do I feel that anything about another person saying about what you know about your confidence and your capabilities means anything? How can you manage all of that? And those are where some bigger questions comes up. Uh, so again, allow yourself to reflect on really what the trigger is, what caused that action, and then what is the underlying concern that you're feeling. When you go through these different steps and you allow yourself to reflect on what's happening and what you're feeling, you, you come towards a deeper root cause of something. And at that point, it's a whole lot easier to address that is you may not be able to go to your boss and change them <laughs> or whatever the activity that triggered you. You may not be able to change that, but you can change how you feel about why that triggered you in the first place. So perhaps, you know, yes, you can have a person that's going to yell at you or have a concern, but then maybe you could use that as a means to understand, well, what is it that I'm feeling at this moment? Why is that important to me? And what's the underlying issue? Allow yourself to think that through. Um, doing this as a simple exercise. Perhaps again, when you're outside walking, allowing yourself to uh, release some of this energy, these are some of the questions that you can ask yourself uh, to try to get it and at the root cause of something to be able to manage it. So those are three strategies and we have one last one that we'd like to uh, offer and that is to consider your boundaries. Now, now that we know that you've paused, you've used stop, you've allowed yourself to observe and manage the situation, you're allowing yourself the space to ask these sorts of questions to help you mm. out. Now there's the bigger question about considering what boundaries you have access to. Um, what about the individual caused this issue? What about the event or the concern caused that issue? Then how can you remove yourself from some of those situations? So you can decide, well, um, being involved in this activity causes you that concern. How can you limit your space in that activity or reduce doing that sort of a thing? Can you perhaps uh, transfer some of those responsibilities to another individual, another organization, you know, in terms of thinking like partnerships? So um, those triggers and those issues aren't going to cause a concern with you. Instead, you can allow others to be able to manage that. Um, if you are feeling a, a lot of concern or frustration about one specific individual and it's a social environment, all right, well, how can you decide to remove yourself from that social situation so you don't have to experience that anymore? If you know for sure that they're, they're triggering all of that stuff, perhaps it's a conversation. Perhaps you could say to the other person, I appreciate you trying to correct this issue or expressing your concern about something. But honestly, this triggered something in me because I feel that it created this uh, attack on my character, my intelligence, my capabilities. I would suggest that we could take this different action to address the concern when it comes up. Or maybe, you know, I realize that you said that in the moment, um, but I have to be honest, this is how it impacted me. And I would appreciate if perhaps you could say something different like this or that. And that was is open communication with them. If you feel that the relationship is good enough 
and that it's worth <laughs> mending and maintaining, maybe that's something that you can do as well to help create those, those sorts of boundaries for you. Um, and then also, how can you perhaps remove yourself entirely from the situation? So if you realize that it's not necessarily the boss or uh, someone in your team or someone that you work with or a client or something, but maybe it's just the culture or the environment in which that relationship exists. So maybe you can remove yourself from that situation. Give yourself the space to be able to walk away and say, I understand that this triggers me. Uh, therefore, I'm just not going to partake or I'm going to self-manage how this is impacting me. You know, give yourself that space. Uh, so then it's not so much about, ah, you know, there's this bad thing that's happening and there's nothing that I can do about it. Instead, it's more about, okay, I understand this and this is the consequences. So if I manage this up front, then maybe my life would be a little bit better. Some simple thoughts, some strategies that might be of value and benefit to you. So uh, consider all of them. So today we've talked about this idea about frustrations, concerns, and how to go about managing them. If you, again, if you're a human being, you have definitely experienced all of these before. So let's think about how we can manage it. Um, the first one is to remember the acronym STOP. Um, the second is to allow yourself to really get that energy out of your system in a healthy way that doesn't harm yourself or others. Next is to ask yourself in terms of the trigger. Why did this trigger me? What about this triggered what I'm feeling in this moment? And then lastly, consider some boundaries. Think that there might be some other strategies, some other uh, attempts to manage all of this stuff in a healthy way to allow yourself to reduce that sort of impact on, on your body and on your life and your, your mental well-being. Your whole well-being is important. And it's, it's a great way to try to make sure that you're capturing a strategy to help you feel better. And that is the ultimate goal that, that we're really dealing with here. So we only have a couple of minutes left and we have one question from the GovGeekdom that we'd like to uh, talk about. And that question is, uh, what's the outlook for the return to the workplace? So, you know, here we are talking about uh, coronavirus and the pandemic and everything as well. Um, it's definitely a challenging time and we're worried about the variants. Uh, of course, there's Delta and then I think there's Lambda. And there might be others as well that are, that are out there. Um, but how does this impact the workplace? So some organizations are considering bringing everyone back in already in the, in the federal workplace. Others are still remaining in full-time telework. Uh, and there is no one answer. I mean, I, I wish I could say definitely, you know, this is going to happen and here's the date. Uh, I do know that OPM, the Office of Personal Management, and other organizations in the federal government are considering the bigger impacts. I will say, though, just in terms of speculation and thinking through next steps, uh, that there is a large risk that potentially if everyone goes back in or is going to be asked to go back in physically into the workplace, that there's going to be a lot of retirements or there may be a lot of people deciding, yeah, you know, this isn't perhaps in the best uh, interest of me and my well-being. Therefore, I'm going to find another place to work. Um, so I know that that is a larger risk to operations because what happens if you have some very key individuals in uh, prominent places in organizations that just aren't able or comfortable to go back into the workplace. And so they decide I'm, I'm going to find something else again, either retirement or finding another position, you know, something like that. And that creates um, a gap. And then that needs to be filled 
So another person can either serve as an acting role or get promoted into that role. Maybe they need to announce for the position. But all that while, it, there's a lot of institutional knowledge that's in that person's mind that's no longer there doing the job. So it could definitely impact operations. Um, so what does a return to the workplace look like? I mean, I know it's something that is on everyone's mind and we're trying to help address it, but um, this may also be a great area of opportunity. Maybe if you found that working remotely or on a different type of a compressed schedule has been very beneficial for you. So you can think, well, why is this something that I like? Why is it that this is something that would be appealing for me? And then consider, cool. Um, so I know the reasons why, where can I find more of this? And you may be able to find other positions. There might be other opportunities for you to apply to. Um, there also might be opportunities again for promotions. So either in an acting capacity or a temporary duty assignment that you might do or TDY, uh, or in, in, in addition to that, you might be able to apply for other positions. So uh, in a lot of areas in government, there are only so many places that you can go up in that type of a career field. And if there are vacancies and you have the experience necessary to uh, you know, reach those positions, this could be fantastic for you. So while we may feel a lot of anxiety about it, there's also some silver linings to consider as well. All right, well, that is all our time. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me here for a bit. Uh, this has been GovGeeks Assemble, level up your nine to five on 95. So uh, a closing thought here, uh, again, please feel free to come out and check out our book. It's gonna be available on September 1st, The GovGeeks Guide to Government Resumes. It's a fantastic book that I know you guys are really gonna enjoy. You can also pre-order a copy on Amazon here as well. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you next week.